Hey everyone, it's Adam Carolla and welcome to another episode of Going Racing, the show that highlights the fastest cars, best races, biggest celebrities in the automotive world. We are uh, at SEMA. We're sitting in the MagnaFlow booth, and uh, Ted Wu is with us. Good to see you again, Ted. Hey, guys. Vice President of Design of uh, Hot Wheels. We just did the uh, big unveil or the competition event. Pick out uh, which car would be the next Hot Wheel. Um, so we'll tell you about that in a second. We've got uh, guys like Leno, Richard Rawlings, Pete Brock were there. Uh, lots of guys. Uh, lots of guys from that space, that world. For me, it's the second time I've seen Leno in like 72 hours. So. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but he wasn't wearing denim. He wasn't wearing denim. <laughs> it was had, all denim. He had denim jeans, but he was not wearing a denim upper upper shirt. So um, we were just outside in front of SEMA. Um, I think they brought out, Ted, you tell me, there must have been 12, 16 cars out there. How many cars did they bring out? Yeah, we had uh, 20 cars, actually, 20 around cars. the world, yeah. Explain the legends to our kind of how it started, because we, we judged one of the local ones in uh, El, El Segundo, California, but you guys went all around the world, uh, right. basically, I don't know, putting on, uh, uh, inviting people to, to submit their cars, but these are very, like, explain the legends tour and the types of cars, because they're very hand-built. Yeah, sure, yeah. So the legends tour started for us actually last year, it was our 50th anniversary for the brand, and uh, it was a car show we started to really find out which custom car out there was worthy enough to become a real Hot Wheels car, you know, a die-cast 164th scale car. And uh, it was a phenomenal success last year, and we decided to do it again this year, and it's even bigger and better. So in 2019, we had over 90,000 attendees. Uh, almost 5,000 different cars entered the contest. We had, uh, like, like you said, 20 different cities around the globe, including Mexico and Germany, um, that participated. And... And the results were phenomenal. I mean, you guys saw the cars yesterday. They are insane. Very Crazy creative, goals. to say the very least. Very creative, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're varied. There's so much space between one car and another. You know, normally, if you're into the automotive world and you want, you're into NASCAR, you see a lot of NASCARs, or you're into dragsters, you see a lot of dragsters, or you're into road racing, or, you know, the V8 races in australia whatever you see a lot of kind of the same cars these i don't think you could get more space in between some of these cars there was a renault on there that had the engine in the back there's mm -hmm. some crazy steampunk stuff there's um the land cruiser with the bmw v12 engine a, in it so you have to really kind of describe a toyota land cruiser like 70s era yeah um slammed down to the ground with a V12 from a BMW 850 or 750, yeah, 750 V12 sort of half exposed, sticking out in the front, and uh, and prow PT Prowler Cruiser, whatever yeah, but like, Prowler, but like, like front yeah. rims on it, or from an aerial like, Adam. Yeah, like the uh, the front fenders were just sort of uh, detached from the bodywork, like a like a Prowler, yeah, it, it's, something like that. It's really almost too much to ingest. Like, if you're trying to judge, you're just going, wait a minute, the engine's you know, Chevy Love pickup truck with a big blown Mopar in the back, sitting on top of where the differential would have been if it was a front-engine Chevy Love truck from the 70s, yeah. right? And this guy's explaining to me about a Tornado, um, 
transmission and drivetrain and stuff. And I'm trying to figure out how is he getting that blown Hemi, which is sitting directly on top of the rear axle. How's he getting that into those rear wheels? Yeah, because the Tornado is a, is a front-wheel drive car, so he just moved the whole thing to the back. But one of the things he did explain was part of the, the transfer case is chain-driven. So I, it just seems like a hell of a lot of power. And, and uh, uh, talk about a weak link in the system. I feel like that's definitely going to be it. But uh, so very was, interesting stuff. There was a crazy low-rider car with the most amazing paint job you've ever seen in your life. There was an Opal, which is uh, fine, but it had an LS in the front. So I, kinda, <laughs> I kept walking. I like a little more creativity than that. But um, just this crazy variety of cars. My favorite was a, a Vega, which I called a Decon Monza. I raced with Decon Monzas, and this was a Chevy Vega with a Decon Monza-type body kit on yeah. it, except for it wasn't a body kit. The guy made all the fenders and all the flares and all all the running boards and everything. He made it. All the arrow it was all out of sheet metal. Yeah, he, he did. Made, he it's made, all steel body. He did it all himself. <laughs> so crazy innovation. It's amazing what what people will do. And it, they're you know, it's it's not like they have statistically a high chance of winning. They're, it's <laughs> like you're just doing it for the love of the game, right, Ted? I mean, and that's the thing. I mean, I think when when we started this whole tour, we didn't really know what we were going to get, and when we open it up, and especially this year, you see the passion of the builders. You see the passion uh, of these people. They're real car enthusiasts. And I think um, we, as is, you know, a, a Hot Wheels team, we feel like we're part of that, right? We're, we're part of car culture and hopefully have inspired some of these builders uh, to build what they build. But we love that passion. And I think this, this show is so unique um, because of the variety, right? Hot Wheels oh, is, is yeah. all about variety, and I think this, this show really showcases that. So once you pick the winner, and we saw this winner down at, we picked it in El Segundo, yep. so it made it here. And this was the Nash with the blown small block in it. Yeah. And um, it's a crazy car. I think there's a song about a little Nash Rambler. <laughs> but um, And we had, I never told you this, we had one of those cars for a little while when I was a kid. Really? My, 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 Man, you were a baller. My sister called it the <laughs> weenie top car. But it, that thing's been chopped. And yeah. it, 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 it's great. I, I think... I think I speak for like a guys like Jay Leno, and I've always felt this way. When you're going to do a car, you could do a notchback 66 Mustang or an El Camino or even a Barracuda, but I kind of like the jumping off point to be a little off the beaten path, you know? And I think as the judges were looking at a lot of these cars, we were talking about the Nash, we were talking about the Renault, the Renault. we were talking about some of these yeah. cars that just no one, no hot rodder. The Ring Brothers have never built a version of this car, right? <laughs> right. And and there were some trucks that were crazy. That International Harvester was, too. was nuts. Yeah. So then once you pick a winner, what's the turnaround time? And then what's the process? Do you have to scan everything? Yeah. we. Um, so we, we have a design team. We have a, a team of over 50 designers back at the uh, back at home base. Um you know, best in class designers uh, in the world, and we take the car. We take obviously a photo reference. We get. Um, we actually take the actual car. We study it, and we we start to then do the work. Right. The thing about designing a Hot Wheels car is you can't just take a car and shrink it down sixty four times. There's kind of um, you know 
it's a, it's a common belief, hey, that's a super easy thing to do. It's, it's not. There's actually a lot of art into the science. And so we're going we're gonna to look at uh, Greg's car, figure out kind of what makes it tick, and then how do we make that work at that small scale. And so we do that. Uh, we create a 3D render of it. We'll do some uh, back and forth. Uh, Greg will get to see it a little bit. And then uh, about a year later, we'll, uh, we'll have it on the shelves. So when you guys scale it down, you have to sort of rethink about some of the proportions of it, especially if there's a standout feature of the car. And, exactly. and uh, you guys will be able to see images of this car uh, uh, at uh, Hot Wheels and, of course, Car Cash Show. But, like, you know, you scale it down, and, and the engine sticking out of the hood with the big dice on it, maybe that's an exaggerated feature totally. in the toy, or maybe the wheels the outside the body exactly. maybe is a little bit exaggerated. And exactly. just to, because you got to think about it, like it's got to be. A, it, that's part of the judging process. Is we look at all the fabrication and the stuff that went into it. But like, but but when it's a toy, what do you what do you want? Like, what what are kids going to play with? Like, what so, do they want to collect? You know, well that, and that's part of the the challenge. I mean, you guys know as we we're judging, you have to think about the car not only as a full size car, but how's it going to pop off on shelf when it's so small? Yeah, and I think um, a lot of that is about the you know we were looking at three things. Right, the first was garage spirit is to say is it a built not bought car and for sure the the nash was an example of that the creativity i mean you can already see how unique that car is we've seen nothing like it and then the authenticity right how how does this really look like a hot wheels car does it just look like a hot wheels car when you see it and i think you know he ticked the boxes on all three of those those criteria practical question ted (laughs) um greg's given up the car for a year How's he going to commute to work? <laughs> okay, because you're giving up your car for a year. Yeah. You may work several miles from you where guys, you live. Do you rent him a car Who's for a year? Who's going to get the grocery? Who's going to go to work? You, like you, Uber, reimburse Uber? Or you know, you? It's, it's, it's part of the deal, although we are giving him a free car in one sixty four scale in a year, so I feel like he's getting, he's getting an extra car at some point. <laughs> yeah, I, it, this, uh, I couldn't imagine this could be a daily driver. I'm trying to think of what car... Out of all those cars, I could drive. I think I'd get back to my Vega. I think I might do the. I think that might be one I could drive on a daily basis. Oh, that's, some of the, it's the a steam- little racy. It's a little race car ish. Well, yeah, but you want to drive the steampunk <laughs> tr- flatbed uh, like with a blown Hemi in the back. A, one guy, big. the guy that was really impressive. He had a uh, VW Square back at the station yeah. wagon. He had the thing lifted like a gasser, right? Yeah. And then under the hood, and it was all done up like you do up uh, a 60s VW Squareback gasser. And then under the hood is two four-cylinder VW engines that have been made it, right? Yeah. Which is crazy. It was a, It was crazy looking. And then he fired it up, and it sounded like a big V8 with open headers. I mean, that... I don't know. I think these guys are like, I think a lot of them drop peyote and go to the desert <laughs> and like talk to an Indian and then come back to their garage and make a car. I don't know where you, what's the inspiration for this? Where, how do you start with some of this uh, stuff? Everybody that we talked to over there had a different story. And some of them were, were just, I just went into my backyard and I saw uh, the shell of a Renault. I don't know why it's there. Nobody knows, but it's there. And they're like, let's start with that. I think that Chevy Impala is the good uh, everyday driver. Oh, the low rider? Yeah. yeah. Because first, you can lift it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So 
you know, for speed bumps and getting in and out of driveways and stuff like that. And it looked pretty comfortable the, the, in there. The paint on that car was so exquisite that you'd be freaked out going to the Home Depot. Oh, you wrap it. Floating around. You wrap it all in a clear pa- paint protection film. I, saw, I was <laughs> looking. Clear bra the whole car. There was a weird <laughs> thing where the car had water droplets as part of the paint pattern. And I was asking the guy who painted it. And I was like, how did you do that? And then he's like, I sprayed it with water. <laughs> I just like let it dry and then it, like sprayed over it and then put clear coat over that. And then at a certain point I was looking at it and I thought, is that water or is that stucco? I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> I thought, I wonder if this guy does stucco work because I've done yeah. a lot of stucco work. But then I thought, no, nah, I think that's. I think that'd be an insult if I said that was stucco. Yeah, interesting stucco, though. It kind of looked thought. like, anyway, yeah. it looked like the surface of the moon. It was the greatest. I mean, I don't know how long that paint job had to, had to take, it but it was a low rider with an insane paint job on it. And I'm just saying I would be freaked out about leaving that in the parking lot of the supermarket. I, I wonder if the water trick has been done before, because that's pretty inventive. It's, it, it's, I mean, it looked real. It was, yeah. it was amazing. That. I mean, again, like, that's another example of just the variety of cars that we get. Like, the paint job on that car was like none we've ever seen before. So it was. You know, because you, you see, you see a, a million episodes of like overhauling of the day, and they always bring a Mike Lavallee in to do the, the real right. flame. You know, he does the real flames. And, uh, and then this, you know, this guy here with his lowrider is like, I want real water. <laughs> I want to do the real water version. It was great. It was, so where should people go? Should they go to uh, our website? People are going to want to see pictures, all this stuff. I just feel yeah, like I, I believe HotWheels.com is the place to go for that. Uh, yeah. So and uh, all the, uh, the Legends Tour information is all up there. It's about a year to turn a car around and, and get it into this Hot Wheel form or scale. And so we've done a few of these. I, I got to say, like, this is bigger than I would have anticipated. Like, I thought, well, how many adults are you going to get out to, like, come out and see everyone's crazy vision or whatever? Yeah. It was packed, and El Segundo was packed yesterday, and I'm assuming it's just sort of onward and upward, right? But where do you expand from here? Yeah, I mean, you guys have been kind of on the journey, too, because you've been through, through several stops. Um, it's gotten bigger every time. I think, I think as the word gets out, you know, Builders are talking to builders, and people are learning about this competition um, and this organic, you know, uh, idea of just like you know wanting to be a Hot Wheels car is, is growing. So next year, for sure, we're expanding the tour. We're going to be actually in even more international cities um, and and making more stops. So if, if you're out there and you've got to build, uh, get ready because we want to see your car. Uh, I'll tell you, you guys managed to do it in a real fun way. It, it's a fun event to go to, even if you go to one of the stops. And I believe you partnered with Walmart uh, out here. And I don't, uh, I guess maybe eight, 18 of the 20 stops for Walmart. Is that right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah technically 19, because actually in Mexico, that was also a Walmart. That was at a Walmart, yeah, so, uh, Mexican Walmart. Yeah, I, didn't, yep. I, didn't, I didn't know they had that there. Yeah. So 19 of the 20 stops. Um, uh, so go to one of the events, and it is kind of fun. And you do see some of these cars uh, up in person, and they're they're pretty wild and they're pretty creative. Um, I'm wondering about uh, uh, like you're, you're talking about the size and scale of of this thing. You said you guys have uh, a, a huge staff that are designing these cars. Hot Wheels is got to be the best selling toy in yeah. in the world. We are we, so we are literally the uh, the number one selling toy in the world. The the Hot Wheels car, 
we sell 16.4 cars a second. So a lot of <laughs> a lot of cars. And again, I mean, it, it's... Are they all a dollar? So we have cars that are a dollar. We have cars, um, you know, and we've been known for that. That's kind of our basic car. It's been a dollar for literally 51 years. We're super proud of that. Um, but as Do you we, know anything about inflation at all? <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure who's... Maybe, Matt, our, maybe our your CFO. Yeah. <laughs> Matt just slipped me a note. He wanted to know how somebody sells 0.4 of a car. <laughs> I, I don't want to embarrass you on the air, so yeah, I'll talk no, to you off yeah. the air about how yeah, that yeah. works when okay. he's at 16. Point four. He's yeah. Not, okay. It's like when they say like the average American family has two point three kids. Yeah, I don't know where they get the point three. Yeah, no, but it's okay. We'll, okay. we'll talk off the air. Okay. Ted, you, you're an educated man. Just just coach him up on how those statistics work. I don't, I don't want to embarrass you on the air. Yeah, that's not okay. what I'm here to do. <laughs> so, um, huh. so I'm sorry, Jim. I was, I was busting Matt's chops and I lost I lost my way. Yeah. Um, so uh, how many you were saying how many how many well sixteen point four seconds <laughs> yeah but it's not they don't break the car yeah it, it, it's a whole car okay it, it's hard to, we'll talk off the air right um, it, what does it come out to it's like a billion a year yeah <laughs> yeah we we no literally um, we sell well we sell about five hundred million cars uh, a year um, but like I was saying you know so we're known for that dollar car. The same time we have more premium level cars that are out there, and and I think, uh, you know, our fan base is aware of them. They're, they're called they're called our car culture series, um, and that's where our design team, who's really in tune, obviously car culture and what's going on, puts in uh, the cars that we think the adult collector will like, um, and and uh, that's been doing really well for us as well. So, do you have any more big time stunts planned? Several years ago, we saw our friend Tanner, Tanner Faust, Faust. Uh, yeah along with another gentleman whose name escapes me, do the loop-the-loop and the, the jump and the big big deal. There's been a few of those. I think Tanner's done a few big-time jumps, yeah. big-distance big jumps. Is there something on the horizon or something we're, uh, something we're thinking about? Yeah, so I can't say a lot, but next month we have, uh, we have something planned. Uh, you know, hopefully that's going to be really exciting. And, and at the same time, we're looking for ways to get involved just from a um, lifestyle standpoint. So obviously this show is an example of that. Um, we're actually involved with a um, with uh, a junior uh, action sports league with uh, youth, so sponsoring a lot of uh, extreme sports athletes, which is great. Um, and uh, and in general, just trying to get out there in terms of really elevating the brand. Where are the uh, where where are the big markets for Hot Wheel? Is it is Hot Wheels? Is it because you know if you if you do what I do, you write books. They're in English. You know what I mean? They don't really take off in China or Japan or other. You know. Asian markets or European markets or things things of that nature. You've got to kind of find the English speakers. But obviously, Hot Wheels big everywhere. What what would be a market that we'd be surprised to hear about? Man, you know, we are we're a pretty global brand. I mean, honestly, we're we're pretty much everywhere. Um, you name it, and honestly, we're we're there. Do the toys? Do do you have different cars for different countries that do better? We, you know, we we've talked about that, but to be honest. Car culture. I mean, if you like cars, you like you like cars from everywhere. So we don't do specific cars for for that market. We try to pay attention to cars that come from everywhere, obviously. Yeah. Um, but but we're not about sort of curating specific cars for specific regions. I'm kind of inspired by this whole thing where everybody does their best to bring the cars out. They they present. We vote and we move on. We get a winner. Not not for cars, but I'm thinking about. 
something like B. Adams' next trophy wife. You know what I mean? <laughs> and we go to women all over the land. Yeah. We, let's make an 20 stops around the international. world. International. You bring out your best. Yeah. Me and Leno and Richard Rawlings will pick. <laughs> and we move on to the next, at the end of the year. Yeah. I'm just kicking around ideas here, but I like, I like the format is what, it, is what I'm saying. Tune in next week for another episode of Going Racing. New episodes available on Podcast One and Apple Podcast.